everyone, welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catania. Each week, we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Amy. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Health Podcast. Today, I want to talk about how we can take on other people's labels and ideals and opinions and how it may or may not benefit us and to, to see if you're actually doing it and how noticing that if you're doing it or not can actually bring you closer or further away from what you're trying to accomplish or who you want to be as a person. So what the hell am I talking about, right? So let me give you a couple of like super easy examples and then we'll go deeper into how it may be affecting you now. So when I was a kid going through school, I was very shy. I know, shocking if you guys know me now. (laughs) I am not typically a shy person. I'm still not super like... I'm not the person to walk in the room and be like, hello, most rooms. I'm not like that. Um, (laughs) So I I was very shy and I just didn't really speak up about my opinions and my ideas and all this stuff. I just really didn't do it. So in school, do you know how you get like uh, you go to winter break or you have like a Thanksgiving break or, you know, summer break or whatever. And my school would always give us when I was in elementary school, which in New York, um, goes up to eighth grade. I know it's kind of weird here in Texas. Sometimes it's middle school. I don't know. We always called elementary school up into eighth grade. So anywho, I would, we get these packets and everybody just hated these stupid packets, right? They would be like, oh my God, these packets are the worst thing. I can't believe I have to do this over the break and blah, blah, blah. And everybody would just be complaining about it. And because I was not a person to be assertive or to share my ideas, I would just be like, yeah, these things suck. But in in reality, I actually like them. (laughs) I'm one of those weird people that just, maybe it's not weird. You see, I'm still doing it. I'm literally making a podcast on doing it and I literally still did it. That's how ingrained it is. I'm one of those people, Not it's not weird. I'm one of those people that just likes like, filling out like a packet, like homework, like, oh, I love it. I, I don't know why. I just always love like, oh, give me something to do, like the completion of just like having that thing. I just, I loved it. And I would actually be excited to do this. But that was not the, the norm, right? That was not the general consensus of the class. So for me to speak out and say that would have been considered weird or like whatever. Or maybe that's just my my thing. Maybe if I had spoken up, other people would have been like, you know what? I don't mind it that much. And I feel like Amy does. But, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Obviously, I'm not doing that when I'm like 12. That just wasn't the person that I, I was back then. So... Think about that. I know that's like a super simple example, right? But I'm sure we all had times when we were kids and we were in school when some the the general crowd was saying one thing and you were like, well, I don't really feel that way. But you kind of went along with it anyway because you didn't want to be the outcast. You didn't want to be the weird person. And I still, I as we grow up, we still have those things. We still have those things where somebody says something or somebody does something or it's just a general thing. And we're like, yeah, that's, I guess that's how I feel, right? If that's the normal way to feel, I guess I should eventually train myself to feel that way. Uh, I've done a whole podcast on Mondays. Like everybody hates Mondays. Why? Do you actually hate it? Or is it just because you've been trained to hate them? Right? Right? Like, do you actually have a, a valid, like, reason for a Monday being different than any other freaking day? Right? It's not. It's just because people say that all the time. Right? People say, like, oh, um, you know, 
Monday suck. Oh, I can't wait. Blah, blah, blah. Like, and we just, you fall into this trap and then eventually it becomes true for you. That's where I'm going with this whole, this whole concept. Like eventually you start taking on that ideal or that opinion or that idea, whatever. And it becomes because you, you start believing it because you start taking it on and believing it, it becomes true and it manifests into your life and you actually hate Mondays now. And it becomes something that you're just like, well, why? Like when you step back and you're like, do I actually hate Mondays? Same thing for the school thing. If I would have taken it on and I outwardly was saying it, I'm not saying that's right or like, you know, I was 12, but I didn't actually hate them. But let's say I did. Let's say I, I told myself over and over, you hate this and you hate this. Imagine how much harder that packet would have been for me. Those packets would have been for me because I had this thing in my head that they were so horrible and just dreadful and blah, blah, blah. But I didn't have that. So for me, they were fun and easy and not exactly easy in the work, but easy to get through because I enjoyed them, right? So start thinking in your life, are there things that you are have been almost trained to hate or to to not love or to feel like you have to you have you have to feel this negative way towards when you don't actually feel that way right so um think about like uh, i'm trying to think of other examples so exercise right so some of us actually don't like exercise <laughs> and some of us like it but sometimes in the general consensus and it de- it definitely depends on who you grew up around and who you're around and who you surround yourself with because we tend to um you know you're that that's saying you're you know you're the the sum total of the five people you hang out with the most see what the general consensus is if with your group and if everybody hates exercise, it's real easy for you to 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 hate exercise as well and be like, oh, I hate exercise. I have to go run tomorrow. I have to go to that class, blah, blah, blah. Even though if you actually take a step back from it, you may actually find it stressfully eating and great that you feel so strong and that you're feeling more empowered and that you're feeling more in control of your body and tuning into that, right? Imagine if you were somebody that, let's say you have four really good friends, and they all absolutely hate exercise. So you kind of like feel weird saying that you love it. Imagine if you went to, you found like a running group or something. And these people were like high on life because they love running. The energy around that is going to change. You're going to be like, oh yeah, running is great. And you're going to feel a little bit different. So you have to start figuring out those pockets in your life. Are there are there people around you that are saying certain things that you don't necessarily agree with and don't even realize that it's been something that you've been going over and over and over again in your life and you're like, I, I don't actually feel this way. Uh, another thing is like uh, drinking. Um, and I'm not saying drinking's bad. I drink alcohol. Um, this is not a judgment. But we, you know, I see those like, uh, you know, the like the shirts that say like wind down Wednesdays and like um I'm a, like you know like they have like those funny sayings or whatever, and it kind of makes me think that motherhood, you know, that there's there's a lot of things with like mothers and wine that motherhood is tied to drinking, right? And you become like oh you can't get through the the you can't get through you know a week without a drink or you have to have a drink every night or like and it just becomes the norm. Right. It just becomes like, wait, do I need to do this or do I need do I feel like I need to do this because everybody around me is doing it or is it actually making me feel better? Right. Or is it just a, a something that I'm doing because 
that's like what moms do, right? We all, that they have a hard day or like not even just moms, like women who have a hard, stressful day and we have to have a glass of wine or we have to have a drink at, at the end of the day or, at, you know, at the end of the week we have to do this and it just becomes like, oh, I, and then the person that doesn't do it, they're considered like an outcast. They're like, well, you don't drink, really? I can't believe that. That's that's crazy. Um, so, and it, it goes both ways, right? So when you are in a group of people that, are thinking positively and have a, a positive outlook and you know you you tell them hey I'm not drinking and they're like oh cool that's awesome why are you not like and they don't even bat an eye I've been in both situations I've been in a situation where I was doing a I could not drink I was doing something for my health and drinking was just not on the in the cards and the the group I was with um I was actually at an event and we went out to drink uh, we went out, to, we went, I know it, we went out to, it was just, you know, it's a social event and this was pre-COVID. <laughs> uh, this was way before COVID actually. And everybody was freaking out that I wasn't drinking. It was like the ridiculous, I'm like, why do you freaking care? <laughs> like, what? you're not the one, I'm not telling you not to drink. I'm not sitting there on my soapbox giving a presentation on why you shouldn't drink. I'm just not drinking. Like, why is that such a big deal? And it, it almost was at the point where I wanted to leave because people, it just boggled people's minds. And I was like, I, I cannot, like those were, these were not people that I was like friends with. It was like I said, I was at an event. So to me, I could not hang around somebody that's not okay with me doing something different that, especially if it's not affecting them. Right. Uh, I would be like, I was like, oh my gosh, you guys. But then I've been in situations where people don't give a shit. They're like, oh, cool, you're not drinking. Do you want a Topo Chico? Do you need this? Do you want that? And then they totally support it. And that's the the environment and the, the, the thing you want to create because that's going to help you along your happiness journey, right? Like find the things that you feel are, are strong, strongly about, and that you, you're like, well, I don't feel that way. And it doesn't mean like, you know, how I was talking about the, the people, the five people that you hang out with. It doesn't mean like with, with the drinking example, I have to only hang out with people that don't drink, but I do have to hang out with people like, like day to day, right? Obviously there's going to be situations where you're in with people that, you know, have a problem with it, but I'm day to day. I'm going to hang out with people that support my whatever my decision is whether I want to drink whether I want to not drink and they are not judging me on it that's the people that I want to to hang out with and those are the people that I do hang out with right like tonight for example I'm going to top golf um with some people and I know that the fact that I'm not drinking is not going to bother one freaking person. They're not going to give two shits <laughs> that I'm not drinking, right? Because one, some of them also are not drinking because they're on 75 hard uh, or some of them have been on 75 hard. So they were there. And even if we weren't, they wouldn't care because at the end of the day, it doesn't affect them, right? So I want you to start thinking about things in your life that you actually feel one way, but the people around you feel another and you feel like you can't be yourself or you don't, you don't, um, know how you actually feel. And I know that sounds crazy, but I want you to start really thinking about like how many of these, the, the, the negativity and the things that you feel are because people around you. And as you were growing up, were expressing that and they eventually, uh, pushed that on you and you didn't even realize it. 
So there is this lesson story that I want to share with you. You may have heard it before, but it's about they put five monkeys in a room or a cage and then they have a ladder and at the top of this ladder there are bananas. So the monkeys, obviously, they go bananas over the bananas and they try to, one goes, tries to go up, get the bananas. He gets sprayed down with cold water and he's obviously miserable and he's like, that sucked. So the next <laughs> monkey does it and he goes up, he also gets sprayed and he's like, well, that definitely sucked. And so on and so on. The five monkeys all go up and try to do this. They all get sprayed. And now they're sitting there miserable. They're like, the bananas were not worth it. I am not trying to get that. It's, there. no way, no ma'am. I don't want to get sprayed again. So they're just like, whatever. They, they pretty much give up on trying to get the bananas. So they switch out one of the monkeys and they put in a new monkey that has never been sprayed. He doesn't know about anything. And he comes into the room and he's like, oh shit, they got bananas at the top of that ladder. So he tries to go up the ladder and the and oh I meant I forgot to mention they actually spray all the the monkeys right they spray all the monkeys I believe that's how the thing goes whatever my lesson's still the the, the same <laughs> if I'm, I'm making it up so they they spray all the monkeys so he the new monkey tries to go up and the other four monkeys who have been sprayed and who know that it's not a good idea they beat the crap out of him right they're like uh-uh no, 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 we're not doing that in this room. That's not happening. So obviously the, the new monkey's like, what the hell? Clearly me trying to go up that ladder, not a good idea. Not going to do that again. And they keep switching out the old monkeys with new monkeys that have never actually been sprayed. And every time a new monkey comes in, all the monkeys, including the new monkey that has not been sprayed, beats the crap out of the new monkey when he tries to go up the ladder, right? So over time, as they continue to do this, they do it one at a time. They, they introduce a new one. The, um, the new one obviously sees the monkey, the bananas, blah, blah, blah. So eventually, there are five monkeys in this room that have never been sprayed. They have never been sprayed. They just know that when they came in, this happened, they don't even know why they shouldn't go up the ladder. They just know that when they do, when they try, it was a negative consequence or they felt they something happened, right? And you can see where, you may see where I'm going with this already. A lot, a lot of times we don't even know why we are doing something or why we, we shouldn't go after something or we shouldn't feel that way or we shouldn't go, you know, cr you know, you know, I don't know, just all different sorts of things. Like why we shouldn't, um, why we should, why do we hate Mondays, right? Like why, why is that? Do you actually know? Do you know why like you hated homework in school, right? Did you actually hate homework? Do you know why um, you hate standing in lines, right? I know people complain about that. I, I'm in lines with people sometimes and now it's a little different because people are not directly behind you anymore right there they're six feet away but i have been in lines of people where i'm reading my book i'm chilling right like yes i don't particularly love lines but sometimes you have to stand in a line on a store and people be like oh my god and they start complaining they try to bring you into their their mess of hating the the line and i'm like it's not that freaking serious and then so like let's say somebody you're doing that constantly right let's say your parents did that and now you're somebody that hates lines but it's like who cares now you got an extra 10 minutes to to listen to a podcast or read a book i find it as like time that i i got back right or, or time that i can use to do something right uh so you could just you just have to like see where those things are coming from because you are you a monkey in the cage do you actually know why you're beating the crap out of a new person trying to do that 
do you really know why? Or are you just doing it because you're, that's what everybody does, right? Like, perfect example that just came to me um, as well as I'm staring at all my oils on my desk. When I first got into doTERRA, like first as a client, I had such a negative thing about like the, the network marketing part that it was MLM, it was multi-level marketing, because you hear multi-level marketing, you hear network marketing, and immediately my brain used to say pyramid scheme, like it, would, it was negative. But then as I started learning more about doTERRA and I saw, because I was actually a client, that there was none of that ickiness that I associated with network marketing, I was like, wait a minute, <laughs> where did that actually come from? Like, where did I get that from? Like, what, how did I come to that conclusion? I have never actually been part of another network marketing or a, um, uh, a MLM. And so I didn't actually have any firsthand experience with it. So I know it wasn't my thinking. Um, I actually never even, I've never even known anybody that has been burned or like personally known anybody. And I'm not saying somebody hasn't, like there are companies that were doing it a shitty way and that's why it got the reputation that it did. But I personally didn't know anybody. I personally didn't feel that way um, when I was in the one, in, when I first started with doTERRA. So I was like, wait a minute, why do I feel this way? And then I started doing research and started looking up like, how network marketing companies are structured and like what it is and like actually learning about it. And I was like, wait, it's not, it's not that different from, uh, you know, like, yeah, people, cause people get all like, it's a pyramid scheme. Like you have to get people underneath you, but I do the same thing for my business. Like for my, my gym, like if I want to grow, if I want to grow, like when we bought the gym, right. Uh, when I, if I wanted to grow and get bigger, I have to have other people, underneath me doing things, right? I have to have employees. I have to have, I have to hire an accountant eventually. I used to do all the accounting myself because I do have a master's in accounting. So I used to do all the bookkeeping and do all this, do the taxes, do all that. But then as we grew, I was like, wait, no, no, no. I have to hire somebody to do this. I have to have somebody else do this. I have to hire somebody. We used to clean. It was actually one of the things we used to have all the trainers clean the studio. Now we have, we have uh, cleaners. I, we have like all these people. I used to do all the nutrition. We have a nutrition coach now. So how, when I started looking at it and comparing it, I was like, how is me um, inviting somebody to do the business side of doTERRA different from me saying, hey, I have a gym. Would you like to come work and, and help me train and coach people um, and, you know, do the philosophy and the, the core values that we have of like changing people's lives with that, right? It's the same thing, right? And like I mentioned just a second ago, yes, there are companies that are shitty and were really bad and were actually pyramid schemes in the past. And they're probably still out there when you say, hey, join this and you're going to get rich quick and you're going to just give me a thousand dollars and you don't actually get anything for it. That's an actual pyramid scheme. And when you're saying, hey, um, bring somebody in and they will get, you know, if you bring three people and they pay a thousand, like, and just keep going and nobody actually gets anything for it. That's the actual thing, right? So when you break it down, my whole point in telling you all that is when you break it down, where do you actually know why you have that negative feelings towards it? I had a negative feelings toward network marketing, but I didn't know where it was. And then obviously now I don't have that negative feeling because I'm loving <laughs> what I do, how I help people and how I help others actually grow their business. It's it's fantastic. So uh, there's other things around there. Like 
why do you feel that way about something? Like, do you actually feel that negativity? And I'm not saying there aren't things that you can, you are going to hate and you're not going to like. I'm not saying that at all. Like, there are things that you're just going to feel strongly about. And that is 100% okay. 110% okay. Not saying anything about that. I'm talking about the things that we feel some way and we're like, wait, why do I actually feel that way? Do I actually know anything about it? Do I actually know why that that negativity or that judgment or like what is going on like like and it, it takes a little bit of time like anything does right like I keep talking about how like happiness is a skill and like these things take time to pay attention to but the whole point of this podcast is to to notice it right once you notice that you're doing something like that then you're like oh okay got it like I and now you can start analyzing. Now you can start talking to people and like, you know, in the network marketing thing example, you can talk to people and like why that actually is the case, right? Like, uh, why, you know, why do I feel that way? Like talk to people in it, talk to people that have been burned by it, right? I'm sure there's people that have. And what actually happened? Was it the company or was it because they had a shitty person that they signed on underneath of? Like this person was just an a-hole, that happens. There's a holes in every company, right? Right. So they may have a negative uh, uh, thing about it because of that, right? Same thing with any business, right? Like people are like, "Oh, I hate that restaurant. Oh, I hate that place. I hate this thing," and it's because they had a negative experience, and then they start telling everybody, "Oh, that place is terrible," and then people around them may be like, "Oh, don't go there. That place is terrible," and they don't even know why. They don't even know, right? Maybe you. We don't know. So you want to really start analyzing and figuring out. Um, are these feelings true and is it something that you have? Because if you're holding on to a lot of that stuff, it can it can make you into a miserable person. It compounds, right? Like if you if you hate Mondays and you can't wait for Fridays and you uh, you hate traffic, you hate you hate being in traffic jams and you hate being on lines and you yeah you hate the, like you just have all this like things, right? Like you know like oh my goodness like. It, it starts compounding, your day just becomes this crapazoid of stuff that you just don't like doing. And you may think of, you may be like, well, why do I actually hate this? Like, let's say, um, I know this may not be applicable right now, but this is the example that's coming to my mind. Uh, you have a 30 minute commute to work or 30, 40 minute, whatever. And there's always a bit of traffic to going to work it's been that way since you started is that it is what it is it's just maybe you live in texas 75 gets pretty congested and it just is what it is it has always been that way like do do you actually hate traffic jams like make the best of it right like what you know you you can post like you see people and they're like oh i hate waiting in traffic i hate this blah, blah. it's always been that way it's never been the never been different so you can't what you can do is look at it and say okay i have this 30 40 minutes that i have been given of alone time i'm all by myself in the car nobody else is with me right and you, you're just like what can i do with this time right? I can be listening to an audiobook. I can be listening to a podcast like this. <laughs> maybe you are, right? So maybe this example doesn't go for you, but look at that as like good time. And then when you're, when you get to work and somebody 
and maybe you're you know you're standing at the water cooler again i know this may not be the best <laughs> example because of covid but you get to work and your coworker is like oh that traffic on 75 was just horrendous oh i can't believe blah blah and normally maybe you're like yeah oh my gosh it was the worst it was oh, i can't believe this this freaking traffic but the, instead of like Maybe you listen to like the best audiobook that was like so so enlightening or whatever, and you're like, you know what? Actually, in that 30 minutes, I listened to an audiobook and it's holy jazz me up and I'm super excited, blah blah blah. And see what happens. <laughs> see what happens to that person that you tell. Cause most people are a little shocked by positivity for at first. They're like, oh, but here's the awesome part. Just as negativity spreads positivity spreads and I believe it spreads and when you do it it spreads faster when you do it over time and over and over and over again it spreads really fast because we don't want to be negative all the time so when if you start doing that you will find that people around you are like oh yeah they're gonna be like what were you listening to I want to listen to that too or like what are you doing and it just starts spreading right it just starts spreading and it's so great it's so awesome perfect example of something spreading was the 75 hard challenge. I did a podcast on a few uh, episodes ago. Uh, I brought it up to my, like I, I intentionally brought it up to my team, my, my personal trainers that I have in my personal training studio. And I intentionally was like, Hey, I want to do this. Are you guys, are you guys want to do it with me? That was intentional. Right. Uh, but here's the awesome part. It spread like wildfire. Most of us are doing it because we're we're a lot of us are active online and we're posting about it and we're talking about it and we're training people and we're doing things. It's spreading. Now clients that you know heard that we were doing it and they were talking about and they started doing it, they're telling other clients and now clients are, other clients are doing it. Like I had somebody who I didn't um, it was a new a new work client. So at this point, uh, thankfully, my husband and I have built up a business that we don't have to be there twenty four seven. So there can be clients that I don't actually know personally, right? I had somebody that came up to me and was like, "Hey, have you heard of the seventy five hard challenge?" So and so told me about it, and I just thought it was the best thing ever because I was the catalyst that started it at my gym, and this lady doesn't even know. But because we we're spreading this thing that's super positive and super awesome. She's coming up to me and saying, hey, do you know this? And I was like, oh, that is the best. Like, that is the best thing I've ever heard that somebody, like, it's going around and it's spreading so much that it's actually coming back and somebody's saying, have you heard of this to me? And I just thought it was so awesome. So start thinking, so I'm going to start wrapping this up. Start thinking about the things that you feel negative about, the things that you are judging, the things that you are, you hate, and see if you actually hate those things. And it can be big or small, like laundry. I grew up hearing that laundry is like the worst thing on the face of this planet. And oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to do this and we have to fold it. And I see memes all the time where people are like, oh, I've just restarted my washer for the fifth time because, you know, it, I didn't do it or whatever. Um, and then I'm like, to me, it's like, I just get it done. I just, it's just not that serious. Right? Like, don't dwell on it. I don't dwell on this negativity about, like, oh, I gotta do laundry. Blah. I just, like, it is what it is. I just gotta do it and I get it done. And then I actually, when I'm folding laundry, I actually listen or watch something and it's just, it's done. It's over. Whatever. It's not that big of a deal. So, we're, find moments in your life, like, and write it down if you need to. 
pull out your 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 notes app on your phone or if you're if you're more in person like i mean in person if you're more writing down kind of person write it down and say okay i felt this way about this thing and then reflect on it later right don't ref- i highly recommend not when you're new to this not reflecting it right in the moment because your emotions are still there right these are deeply ingrained things for a lot of people your emotions about whatever you're feeling are still there so when you're when those emotions kind of dissipate and you're on to something else later on in the day or maybe the next day look at it and say okay do i actually want to feel that way about this like where did i get this from um, is this something that I grew up hearing? Did my parents say this? Do my friends say this? Do my coworkers say this? Uh, figure like see it, you know, and you can you can figure it out like that. Um, and you will notice if you have kids, you will notice that they pick up these things. They will pick up them quickly, and you can see like does the is that something I want my child to continue perpetuating and then they're going to teach their children and now we're a family that like does this, right? A perfect example is my sister, one of my sisters, hates peas. Hates them. Like legit hates them. Like like she's tried them, does not like them. And her kids do not like peas. Like she has twins. Her kids don't like peas. But when you come, I absolutely adore peas. <laughs> I can eat like, and I have eaten, I do this all the time, an entire bag of peas. Like that is a meal to me. Like I freaking love it. So, um, you know, the, her kids come over and they stay over quite a bit and peas were on the menu. Like when you come to my house, you eating what, especially if you're a child, <laughs> you are eating what I'm cooking, <laughs> right? Like, obviously I know the things that they legit do not like. Um, but so I made peas. I actually didn't know that they did it like peas um this was a few years ago and i made peas and they were like oh we don't eat those and i'm like why don't you eat them have you tried them and they're like no and i'm like well how the hell do you know if you like them or not <laughs> they're like no we don't those are gross we don't like and they and they had all these feelings about this this food they had all these feelings about this food that they never freaking tried and it sounds so like obvious when it's a child you're like oh what a what a silly child like of course you have to try it to figure out but how many times as an adult do we still do that do we still say i don't like things or i i don't i'm not a fan of that i'm not and and we haven't tried it in years we haven't or we haven't actually just tried it um we we don't have experience with it now like and we do those things right they both ended up eating it and loving it same thing with like brussels sprouts People, you know how many times people say that they hate Brussels sprouts? I was like that. I hated Brussels sprouts because all the Brussels sprouts that I had in the past were cooked. They boil like the whole thing. They boil it till oblivion. So they stink and they're gross and they're waterlogged and they're nasty, right? So I grew up with this this notion that I didn't like Brussels sprouts. Now Brussels sprouts are one of my favorite things to eat because I told myself, wait a minute, I've only had them one way what if I had it a different way? What if I tried to make it a different way? And now I love them, right? So figure out those things in your life. Like maybe you haven't tried it since a kid. Maybe somebody put this on you. Maybe somebody did it in a shitty way, right? Like just like with the MLM and the the, the Brussels sprouts. It, those were, maybe people had bad experience with one situation. That doesn't mean you put this blanket over how you just hate this thing right? Like step out the box, like figure it out. And then it may be that, you know what? You tried it, you did all these things and you actually really don't like it, (laughs) right? That could happen. That's going to happen, right? Like you tried it and you're like, you know what? 
Brussels sprouts still taste like ass. <laughs> And that's okay, but at least you try it. Like, I will tell you, as much as I love veggies and I love eating healthy, I am not a fan of celery, like of raw celery. I I want to like it because it's literally so good for you. It's like negative calories because the amount of when the, the, the work that it takes to chew, um, you actually burn off more calories than you get from the, the, the celery. And I see like, you know, that people have like celery and cheese and they do all these things with like peanut butter and it looks so good. And I try it every once in a while, every few months. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna have raw celery. And I still freaking hate it. I don't like it. But at least I, I know why I don't like it. Right, I'm not letting somebody else say celery sucks, and I'm like, yeah, celery sucks because I have no idea what their experience is. I know I legit don't like celery. I liked it cooked. I put it in 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 soups and stuff all the time. I'll blend it up. I'll do all sorts of things. But raw celery and me are not friends. <laughs> I just don't like it. So you may find when you're doing this that you have justifiable reasons on why you don't like. But, and this is, I'm getting, I'm trying to wrap up and I keep thinking of more things. You want to make sure that those things are actually justifiable. Sometimes we will justify the crap out of something when it's really not where we want to go, right? That's a whole other topic. I could talk about that for hours. But, so, let's wrap up because I'm I'm getting, I'm getting too long. (laughs) So, So, basically, all I want you to take from this episode is look at and start noticing and paying attention and literally writing it down, right? Because if we were working on any other skill, you would do homework and you would take, you would have practice and you would, you would study and you would do that. So you want to do that with happiness. You want to do that with what you're trying to work on. So write down all the, all the times when you have a negative connotation, a negative idea, negative judgment, something about something, right? And look at it later and say, do I actually feel that way? Why do I feel that way? Write it out. Write it out and and figure out if this may, if it makes sense to you. And you may find that you have a ton of these things. And when you start breaking them down, you're chipping away at the negativity in your life. And that is one of the, I'm telling you, that is the basis for how I am a positive person and happy most of the time. Because I don't let, and it's it's a skill, I don't let that that take over. I don't let when people are like, oh, this sucks, oh, this sucks. I'm like, does it really? It doesn't suck to me. You can think it sucks. I'm good. <laughs> right? Right? It's not that serious. Uh, let's stop dwelling on the silly stuff and let's think about the things that actually suck. Right? <laughs> right? And people are like, oh, shit, wait. Yeah, that's that. Uh, you got a point there. That doesn't suck. So that's it for today. Um, I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show so far, it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review. Also, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode. The Happy Health Podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major podcast platforms.